0: Hey, hey! we got another Monday, which means another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast, and I hope that you are just as excited as me to dig in the topic of today. I've got something super exciting that I wanted to go through today, something that a lot of people has requested me to do a podcast episode about, so therefore I'm extra excited about this today. But before I go into that, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, if you've gotten any kind of value from it, what you can do for me in return ...is that you go into Apple Podcasts... ...you give this podcast a rating and review... ...it only takes a couple of minutes... ...so please if you're listening... ...in Apple Podcasts... ...put me on pause right now... ...go in and do this... ...if you're looking listening on Spotify... ...I know you can't do a rating and review in there... ...but what you can do for me instead... ...is that you share this podcast on your social media... ...so either on Facebook or on Instagram, in your story, or as a post, whatever you prefer, this will greatly, greatly, greatly help me. This way we can reach more people so that we can reach out with the message of what training your mindset can do for your horse riding. Now, let's dig into what this podcast episode today is going to be about. And as I already said, the topic that we're going to talk about today is one of the absolutely most requested topics that I dig into. And This is a rather huge topic. So to make sure that I don't overwhelm you, push you like too much information that your your brain just goes into overwhelm and you don't get anything from it. What I've decided to do is that I'm going to split this in two episodes. So today we are going to talk about why we are not believing in ourselves. So why you don't believe in yourself. And then next week, what we are going to talk about is concrete steps as to what you can do to start believing in yourself. So why is it important that we start with the why here? Because I, I bet some of you are just like, yeah, well, you know, I just want to, I just want those concrete steps. So I, I'm just gonna pause this episode today. I'm gonna wait for the one next week. Please don't, because it's really important to first understand why we don't believe in ourselves to start off with because this is really the basis and what we're going to use in those concrete steps going forwards so if you skip past this episode i mean it's all in your your own choice we we all have a choice obviously but You're not like next episode is not going to make much sense uh, unless you've got this basis first. So I would advise you to stick around, listen to this episode. This is the basis. You're also going to get some action steps. You're going to get some reflection questions by the end of this episode, which is going to be the basis of what we're going to do go through next week. So as I said. What we're going to do today, I'm going to explain to you what causes you not to believe in yourself. So what is the basis here? Where does it come from? Why is it that we don't believe in ourselves to start off with? And as I said, I'm going to give you some exercises to actually figure out why, like in your particular scenario, why is it that you as a person don't believe in yourself to start off with? So to start off with the very first point here, what is it that causes you to not believe in yourself? This is thanks to something that's called your paradigm. And don't panic if you don't know what a paradigm is. I'm going to explain this in all detail. So basically what your paradigm is. This is your subconscious thought patterns. It's who you've practiced to become your entire life up until now. It's who you identified yourself to be. It's the stories that you're telling yourself about who you are. It's your learned perception of the world around you, how you have trained yourself to view the world around you, how you are interpreting every situation that's happening, how you put an interpretation on that. And what's really important here is that, that it's your learned perception. So you've trained yourself like sort of like you're conditioning a dog. <laughs> that sounds bad, I know. But it, it really is like this. You, you have train and condition yourself to view the world in a particular way. It's sort of like a filter which you view the world through. So I really like this example where you see, like if you see someone with with red colored glasses, or let's say you have red colored glasses on, um, you are going to view the world through those glasses. Everything is going to have like this nuance of red. Uh, And what's really interesting here is that every single person's, has their own nuance of their their glasses. So some people might be reddish, some people might be greenish, some might be blue. For everyone, that nuance is slightly different. And what has defined your nuance is everything that you have experienced in your life leading up to this very moment. Every single thing that you've been through, like big things, small things, every single thing, that, that you have experienced has influenced the color of your glasses. That's how you can view it. And this is your paradigm. Your filter, how you experience the world around you, is your paradigm. So to take a quick example here to make it a little bit more tangible, you've probably heard this famous saying that, that either the glass is half full or the glass is half empty, that people view this differently. And what is this? is they view exactly the same thing. They, they, they view a glass which has got water in it to a certain level. And some people, when they look at that, they're going to go, oh, it's half full. While others are going to go, oh, well, it's half empty. It's exactly the same situation, but depending on that person's filter, that person's paradigm, they are going to interpret it differently. Some people are going to look at it from a negative standpoint and say, it's, it's half empty. While others are going to say, oh, well, it's half full. And to take another example for the horse riding world to make this a little bit even more tangible for, for, for you is listening to them, because I'm assuming a lot of you are equestrians you i I bet you've all been if you're if you're doing show jumping or some, some kind of jumping i bet you've all been in a in a show jumping trainer where training where your trainer put up a, a fence that you 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 thought was uh, just like yeah outside of outside your comfort zone let's say a little bit higher than you would normally jump so so let's say you're in a training and your training is putting up a one twenty oxer while you are usually jumping ninety centimeter courses you are going to view that oxer as being like Big, massive. You're probably going to get nervous. You're going to get butterflies in your stomach. And that is because of your perception of this. Like that's because of what you have experienced in the past. If you've only been riding 90 centimeter courses up until now, you are going to perceive that oxer as being really big and scary. Something that's making you feel nervous. While someone who has jumped 140 courses in the past... If they put up a like if they get a, an oxer of one twenty in front of them, I mean they're not gonna get nervous because of that. I mean, that's just yeah, that's just one twenty. I'm capable of jumping one forty. So I mean, that's nothing. I'm not gonna feel nervous about that. So it's again the same situation. We're in a training, we're seeing a 120 oxer in front of us, but depending on what that person has experienced in the past, that person is going to perceive it in different ways. And again, this is your paradigm. So your perception of that situation is your paradigm. Now, if you are like most people, your core paradigm is I'm not good enough. So remember I said our paradigm is the stories that we are telling ourselves. And for most people, our core paradigm or co- the core story that we are still telling ourselves is I'm not good enough. I don't believe in myself. Which leads me into the next point, why don't we believe in ourselves to start off with? Why is it that our core paradigm is, I'm not good enough? Why is it that our core belief system is that we don't believe that we're good enough? Why is it like this to start off with? So our paradigm is based on experiences. As I said, Like they are based on experience that we've had in the past. And what's important to realize here is that 90% of this programming, this programming of our paradigm... It was done before we were six years old. So I'm going to say that again, 90% of the subconscious programming, the stories we're telling ourselves, was done before we were six years old. And when we were younger than six years old, the people that we looked up to are most of the time our parents. So we looked at our parents and we were like mimicking what they were doing. We were looking at what they were saying, what they were doing, how they were reacting to things that we were doing. And basically like how we were raised. Like every single thing that our parents, the interaction we had with our parents, they were really important people in our lives. So what they said, what they did, what they what they how they reacted to us. These have had a massive impact on our paradigm. It can also be other people. I'm not going to say it's got only our parents. Obviously, like everything that we experience up until the year, the the age of six. But for most people. It tends to be our parents that have had a massive influence on our uh, programming, on our paradigm. So you might be thinking right now, if you've had a really like good upbringing, I mean, I have too. Uh, you might think like, yeah, well, it, it was all perfect. Uh, I'm, I had the best parents in the world. They did a great job bringing me up. I mean, yeah, super great. Th- that, that's great for you. But know that your parents don't have to be bad people or bring you up in a bad way for your to screw your paradigm up. <laughs> that sounds bad, probably. But... You can still have the paradigm of I'm not good enough, even if your parents were amazing and they did the best job they possibly could. Because what this comes down to is not our parents like wanting to screw us up. All our parents want to do is socialize us, they want us to fit into the society. They don't want us to be like frozen out or other people to perceive us as weird. They have our Absolute best intention at at, at their mind. They, they want us to be successful in this world. So, in our parents' attempt to make us fit in, to help us be successful in this world, they're going to give us instructions as like what what is acceptable behavior in in like social situations. So, for example, they're going to tell us to put on clothes. Now, as kids, we don't have the same ability to understand why our parents tell us those things. So, I mean, obviously they tell us those things in our best interest. And now when we grown up, we can say that, yeah, of course they, they told me to put on clothes. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good thing because it would have been embarrassing. I, I would probably have been, been looked at as pretty weird if I wouldn't have put on clothes. But the thing is for a kid, a kid doesn't understand that. So if a kid is running around naked, screaming, and and the mom and dad says like, stop doing that. like. The kid is going to going to interpret that as being, oh my God, my dad or mom is, is angry at me. I probably did something wrong. It probably means that I'm not good. I'm I'm not doing I'm doing all the wrong things. I'm not good and I'm not good enough. And you know, if I'm not good enough, that means that oh I I probably can't trust myself. I probably can't believe in myself because, you know, I'm simply not good enough. And from this situation, this kid is going to start looking, they're gonna do something. And they're going to look at their mom or dad and they're going to think like, am I doing this right? Am I doing this good? Am I being good enough? And this is where the programming starts. So even as I said, like our parents are doing this with the best intention, of course, but still it's, it's unavoidable that at a certain point, a kid is going to do something that is not going to be perceived as good. And parents is going to tell that kid off or tell it to do it differently. And that kid is going to perceive it. Okay, I'm not doing it good enough means i'm not good enough and i don't believe in myself and just like that this programming is started and for every single situation where you as a kid perceive it as if i'm not good enough the programming of i don't believe in myself is going to get deeper and deeper and deeper it's going to be reinforced the subconscious programming as I said like it's it's exactly like a computer program it was installed in us in that particular situation when we were running out around without clothes and our parents told us off for it this is where the programming happened and that in that it's, it's almost like a virus that was installed into your computer right there and then and we aren't even aware of it like it, it's a virus that was installed in your computer and you're not even aware that it's there it's running in the background and certain triggers is going to start that program running So even if it's a completely different situation in your grown-up life, but it's something that reminds you of that situation where you were running around without clothes and that is going to start that trigger, the trigger of I don't believe in myself, I'm not good enough and it's going to start running in your head uh, and the link link is is still the same in, in your subconscious mind. And like exactly what your triggers are obviously that that's different for everyone this is individual Uh, and you can definitely you know really get into the the deep end here and and try to figure out like what are your triggers and i'm probably going to do an episode on this in the future actually because this is actually the key in unlocking all your subconscious programming that was done as a kid everything all those links that were put into your mind that you don't necessarily want to be there because they're not helping you out like as per today as a grown-up So to uncover those, you can go in there and you can unravel all those triggers and you can work through them. But as I said, like that's a completely different topic and that's not what I'm going to go into today. What we're going to focus on today is simply understand that your paradigm, your core paradigm, if you're like most people, is I'm not good enough and how this trigger and this this link that has been put into your, this computer program that's been installed into your mind, how that takes different shapes. And I'm just going to give you a couple of examples in which I've seen this in my own life. So, having this core paradigm that I'm not good enough, I have this filter, and then I'm looking at certain situations. For example, when I'm doing show jumping, I I have this program that's running. I'm not good enough, so that means I mean I can't see distances. Yeah, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to do this. I can't see distances. Uh, I'm not good enough. I'm not talented enough to do this. I'm not talented enough to be a professional rider. Uh, I'm not good enough. I don't believe in myself. So because I'm not making progress. Uh, I'm not good enough. I don't believe in myself because I mean he or she is much better than me. I'm I'm never going to be able to jump that high because I'm simply not good enough. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm getting really wound up here. But this is I, I get really wound up about this because it's it's so frustrating how something that happened when we were kids that were put into us has such a big influence and it had such a big power over me, which is why I'm getting all emotional about this because it has been something that's been holding me back for so long. And I hope by me putting this message out there that you can start to understand that this comes from something silly that happened to you when you were a kid or several situations, that it's just a story and that you can break through this story. You can understand that this is just a story. It's just based on some silly situation that happened to you where you were younger than six years old. And it shouldn't be there to hold you back today. It shouldn't be there to hold you back from... Like pursuing your dreams going o- going after what it is that you truly want to do and that leads me into the third point of today and this is actions to take to figure out why you don't believe in yourself so what are those particular situations that happened to you when you were younger than 6 years old get to the bottom of what caused your paradigm to be i'm not good enough i don't believe in myself and and have a look at what expression that that is taking in your life as i said for me it's like i'm not talented i can't see distances that's the expression that that paradigm is taking in for me for my writing in my life but the question is what is it for you which stories is that core paradigm painting in your picture which stories is are you telling yourself in your head based on this which situations is causing you to to start to play up that computer program in your head and the reflection questions I'm going to give you to start off with here, and before I give them to you, I know that most people are not going to go in and actually do this exercise, but I also know that if you do this, this is going to have a massive impact on how you view the world around you, It's, it's going to help you have massive breakthroughs, so even if we can't do it right now, like set some time in your agenda for the upcoming week and really work through this so Without further ado, the questions that I want to give you and I want to reflect you to reflect on this upcoming week is what are your biggest fears? What are your biggest fears? So for example, for me, it was I can't see distances. I'm not talented enough. I'm, I, I'm, I'm never going to be able to be a professional rider because I'm simply not good enough. Those are my stories. Those are the ones that I'm telling myself or that I used to tell myself. So what are your biggest fears? And why are those your biggest fears? Like what happened to you as a kid to install those fears in you? Uh, another one that I have like a fear of missing out. I, I, certain things that happened to me as a kid has caused me to have a big fear of missing out of things, which is currently holding me back for a shitload of things. Because and I'm sorry for swearing. But <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just getting so emotional about this topic. But where were I? Um, but like. Go in there and figure it out. Like, why are those your biggest fears? What happened to you as a kid that has shaped you to 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 view, that has colored your filter? So what is your current paradigm? And where did it come from? Like, whose, whose love did you crave as a child? And this was something that was really a major breakthrough for me when I tried to figure this out. But because it could be that we can't quite remember everything. I, I also used to think, like, I don't remember anything that happened to me before five, six years old. But by asking yourself those different questions... So all of a sudden you do s- start to remember things. The situation that happened there, something that someone told you about and, and uh, slowly but steady you start to understand certain things. So what is your current paradigm? Where did it come from? Whose love did you crave as a child? I mean, o- oftentimes these our parents but it can also be other people in your life. Who was important to you as a kid? Because most likely it's going to be related to this. Who did you need to be? What did you need to do to to crave their love? Because this is what kids want at the end. As a kid, you just want to be loved. So what did you have to do? Who did you need to be to to get that person's uh, love? To get that person's approval? And what stories are you telling yourself about who you are and what you're capable of? Based on your core paradigm and your fears, like what stories are you telling yourself about who you are and what you're capable of? Because stories is all they are. It's just simple stories that you are telling yourself in your head and you can change those stories. And that's what we're going to go into next week. But first of all, identify what your stories are. And, you know, like nowadays, I, I, I still catch myself with those stories. I mean, this is a subconscious program that's been done throughout my entire life. It's not like I'm going like, to switch, swi- uh, switch a flick. And how do you say that? I'm not, <laughs> not going to switch a switch anyhow, doesn't matter, you get the point I mean, this takes this take conscious work and this is what I'm going to go into next week all in all detail um, but what I wanted to say is that now I know, now I've understood where those stories come from and what caused it, it gives me power I mean, I can look at this situation today and I can see oh Right, that's happening again. Okay, this is this is due to your fear of missing out, Jostein. You know eh? what happened to you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, that's fine. I can give it a place, and I can take back power, and I can I can start to rewrite that story. I, I I'm self-aware enough now to to be able to give it a place, and and most importantly, I'm not gonna allow that thing to hold me back from pursuing the life that I want to go out there and do what truly sets my heart on fire. So to summarize, today what we've been going through is we started off with talking about what it is that caused you not to believe in yourself. So this is caused by your paradigm, the filter, how you view the world, how you perceive the world. After that, I also explain why it is that we don't believe in ourselves. What is it that caused that paradigm, that core paradigm to be I'm not good enough? And I gave you a few questions to go through in order to uncover this and when I say go through them, what I would advise you to do is actually take a pen and paper and journal through this. What I mean with journal, you take a pen and paper, you write down the question first, and then you start writing down the answer to it and just write whatever comes to mind. But a lot of the time when we stay this stuck in our head, like thoughts come and go, it's it's difficult to put any like actual consensus to it. So just like take pen and paper and start to write everything down. Just just start writing and don't stop um, if you want you can put down some journaling music some, some, some music in the background without lyrics this is what I usually do set a timer give yourself 15 minutes, 30 minutes whatever it is for you and just go through those questions force yourself to not do anything else but just go through this so to repeat the questions first of all what are my biggest fears? then why are these my biggest fears what is my current paradigm where did it come from whose love did i crave as a child what did i have to do who did i have to be to get their love and what stories am i telling myself about who i am and what i'm capable of and and like this is a pretty deep exercise uh and it's supposed to be a deep exercise you're going to uncover things that are maybe not so pleasant to go through things that are challenging to go through but but remember that this is all part of it to unravel subconscious program you're going to have to relive some of those emotions so that's fine the whole goal of this is to to go through it but don't be afraid to go deep like this this is an exercise where we go deep but it's all to be able to unlock those subconscious programming and be able to move forward without them now if you enjoyed this episode please share it with your friends share it on your facebook share it on your instagram my mission is to spread the word of what mindset training can do for your horse riding and by you sharing this with your friends you greatly greatly help me in achieving that mission and i will be forever grateful to you for doing so and as always, I'm gonna finish this episode with challenging you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. See you on the next episode!